One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Boys up. What's cracking? We are back with the On The Fence podcast. Alex and... Direct Dan. Direct Dan in the spot. Um, Dan, you've got a new turtle. Oh my God, yeah. The new turtle is Yoshi. Do you know what? A lot of people have messaged me saying, uh, that's not how you say it. <laughs> what what right. do they think? How do they think? Yoshi. Bruv, I'll say it how I want to say it, innit? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's my turtle, right? I'll say it, and it's Yoshi, okay? So, uh, um, yeah, congrats to the winner. Um, I'm really sorry. Forgive me. I can't remember your name right now, but I feel like he's really going to appreciate the prize. It oh, wasn't nice. me that picked it. It was actually Sean and Freddie who picked the two names oh. that they, yeah, oh, no they liked the most. And then I did a poll, and the one who got the most votes won. And wow. the guy who won is like a BMX guy. And he's like, this sick. is going to help me so much with my, my competitions. Da, da, da. So it's really sick that it's going to go to someone who's really going to actually appreciate it. I like that throwback to the 90s as well with Yoshi. That's yeah, Yoshi. Yeah. I would say Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Yoshi as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yoshi, what, what's your uh, Mario Kart pick? We're getting Mario think, Kart picks right now. Do you know what? I always like an underdog. So I love, I love Luigi. Luigi? Yeah, Luigi's no way. my guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm Bowser. Really? Just smashing just, people out the way the whole time. Absolutely so back on the On The Fence podcast, um, first announcement is our live show. Tickets yeah. are out now. Oh, yeah. It's going to be big, man. It's going to be so sick. Like, I'm super excited about it. Um, it's going to be so much going on. There's like comedy going on. There's special guests. I mean, obviously, people probably guessed who the guests are already. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll try and add more to the roster. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a Q&A. Obviously, me and Alex are going to be there. We're going to do a bit of a podcast breakdown as well, just like, obviously... People who listen to podcasts will probably know what kind of stuff to expect. But hopefully what will happen is people that don't necessarily listen to the podcast will come as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, because it's, it's just going to be like a, a, a wicked live performance as well. There's um, Axel Blake. He's a famous comedian. He'll be there. There's who else? Oh, obviously the, the other special guests who are probably from the circle too. Then we've got Q&A and it's on the 4th of December at the O2 Islington in London. So get stuck in. That's right. Day before my birthday as well. So if you want to bring me a cake or a present, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say no. It's going to be so... Do you know how awkward it is when somebody sings happy birthday? Oh, man. Wait until the whole <laughs> people, all 13 people that buy tickets will be there <laughs> and they'll be singing happy birthday. Yeah, so maybe don't uh, sing, but if you want to bring like cake and that, yeah, mate, I'll, I'll happily I'll munch that still. Or any other birthday presents that you particularly like? News. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> News. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on swiftly. Yeah. Before true. we get down that alley again. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of people um, discuss in their lifetime, and is it? It is. 
once you finish school, once you finish university, is it better to go traveling for a bit rather than jumping straight into work? Mm. And the reason behind this is because I'm not sure about yourself. I've traveled. Have you traveled a bit? A little bit. I mean, I could probably count how many countries I've been to on like maybe two hands. I think it's like maybe six, seven. So not massively. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you enjoy it? I do, but. I'm probably more of the work first, travel after person. Nice. So yeah. this, this is probably going yeah, yeah. to be a good... That's a good mix. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a guest coming on today who has recently been traveling. Yeah. And that is my brother, James. Um, and since traveling, he's put on a lot of weight. So we're going to try and fit him into the podcast. <laughs> Literally squeeze him in. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's sat over there fuming right now. Um, okay, well, kicking off, um, where have you been? What's, uh, um, what's so, your best place? So the countries I've been to, if I can remember, uh, I've been to France, which is kind of like, you know, everyone's been to France because, you know, we're in England. It's not that far. Um, I've been to Spain. I yeah. actually lived in Spain for a little while, for about four or five months, wow. five months, I think. Um, I've been to Sweden. Nice. Randomly. Um, Man, these are some unusual countries. Nigeria, oh, obviously. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, that's where my family from, from, from people that don't know. Um and oh America, my cousin actually lives in Maryland in uh, America, but I mean I've only met him like a couple of times, um so I've been there too. Wow. Um, trying to think where else that I'm missing off the list. Um, Hayes and Harlington. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, the circle was shot. You been there? It's far enough away. It's literally. <laughs> it is long. Where did I go recently? I feel like I went. Oh, I've been to Turkey as well, twice oh, nice. actually. I've been to Turkey twice. I went to Turkey uh, a couple of, about two, three months, about three months ago, I think. Um, and I went a couple of years ago as well. So yeah, about six, six or seven countries. I think there's one I'm missing, but I just can't think of it off the top. I'm of really interested in, in the living in Spain part. That was a bit of a weird one. I tend to just, I'm a bit of a go with the flow kind yeah, of person. Sure. And I just quit my job at the time. And I was living in my flat. And I was bored and one of my friends had gone to live in Spain and he's like, it's amazing here. Why don't you just come here? I've got like my own villa, like I'm nice. working at this bar and like my family like owns stuff around here. So just come stay with me. I was like, all right, cool. The plan was to go there and just never come back. But yeah, yeah. it just kind of felt while I was there, I was just on like an endless holiday and mm. I never, ever felt quite like home. Oh, I get so what you mean. After yeah. a while. And plus it was like Marbella. It wasn't like Spain, Spain. When I say it's not like Spain, Spain, it's people... Quite like well, a, English. Yeah, I mean? it's like an expat. Yeah, spot, yeah, like isn't it? literally everyone in Marbella was English. So it wasn't even like I was like it's just in no. That's what I was gonna ask, like how did you get by when people like do you remember when I did when I spoke Spanish to you and that um, Oh yeah 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 <laughs> like man on the swell of there. You don't remember exactly what you said. Yeah, because I say it all the time to like try and wind people up. Um so that that's interesting, like the the theory about never feeling like a like a work or like you can mm. live there because I had the same I went to Australia and I lived there for like a year and a half and my job was teaching surfing and Random, yeah. can you surf no so this is the thing uh. this is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing all you needed is like the knowledge so I I can surf a bit but I'm not that good but you need the knowledge about like surfing to teach people and then when they were surfing you were basically swimming about like pushing them into waves you were never actually surfing yourself right. you're facilitating them surfing see this is why in life it's quite important that you get taught by the correct people <laughs> <laughs> this is just when it comes to anything because 
This guy cannot surf, yet he was <laughs> teaching other people. Can you see where this might become an issue for you? <laughs> I'm trying to think of another uh, situation where people have more knowledge and then they teach, but I can't. Um, but yeah, obviously that for me... It's like, like getting taught how to drive by someone who does not drive. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's never going to end well, is it, really? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> They've got the knowledge. Yeah. Um, I've seen people like... I've seen flipping Fast and Furious, so you know, <laughs> figured it out, mate. Driving instructor, slap it on the top bold, of his car. Bold driving instructor, Vin Diesel style. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I used to skateboard down to work, surf it's all day, like surfing, and then skate home. Yeah, <laughs> but for me, I was just like, I've got to get a real job soon. You know what I mean? I've got to move home, grow up, mm. get a real job, and then I moved from like doing that every day to commute into London and sitting in an office. And I just had like the How worst. How long were you in Australia? Uh, nearly two years. Really? Yeah. Were you with Millie then? No. This oh. was just like after uni, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I did, this is my my, my sort of life. I, was like, I did school, uni, travel, yeah. work. And what did I, you do at uni? Uh, politics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you did the, the uh, Brexit thing. The, the Brexit day. video, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and I, because I followed that format, I, I, I was always slightly confused at the people that went traveling before uni. Mm. you know what I mean because yeah a lot of people take a year out don't they yeah and I'm like why restrict yourself to a year when you could once you've done uni you can go for as long as you want right but looking back I'd have probably stayed not not stayed in Australia I've stayed in Australia for like a few months longer or like six months longer Mm. just to get that last little like because before you know it then you're back in what made you choose Australia of all places um, it was a random one. It was just, I, I really wanted to do the surfing thing. Yeah. Um, I'd worked on boats quite a lot growing up. I mean, so Cornwall. I was like, yeah, I could have gone to Cornwall. Cornwall. Didn't have to go all the way to Australia <laughs> to surf. It's like, you know it mean? was like the, um, one second, Freddie's calling me. Oh. Freddie, babe, don't babe me. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was like, I could, I could go to Cornwall or I can go to the other side of the world. And it's also like a freedom thing. I wanted yeah, to break yeah. away and get away from my parents and all that stuff. I literally did. chose the furthest spot on the I globe. Did. On my own. I really my probably own. wanted to get away. I think he's calling me. Oh, he's oh. calling me now. <laughs> oh, Freddie. Freddie, oh, leave Fred. it out, mate. You've got beats as well. Yeah, mate. My, my That's a little is, remix. My thing's banging. Okay. It's not, not the best time. Um, yeah, Freddie Bentley into interrupting the podcast, ladies and gents. Uh, he'll probably scream straight away <laughs> once he picks up the phone. <laughs> He's already um, been a guest. We can't answer the call. I know. Yeah, we can't answer it live. So, talk to me about your. So, so you you went to you went to school. Mm. Did you do uni? I didn't do uni. Actually, didn't do uni. I, I was a little bit different from the rest. I feel like I I put my phone off now. I feel like I always had the kind of idea in the back of my head that I always, for some reason, from quite an early age, I never felt like academic achievement was reflective of how well you did in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for that reason, I never... And I suppose despite the fact that my mum's a lawyer, and she's very well studied, and she's super smart, and she's wow. got her own branch, like her own practice, Jeez. and she obviously is very much pro-education. I, not, I'm not saying that I wasn't for education. I just didn't see it as a gateway to what I was looking to achieve in life. Sure. Um, so as soon as I had the opportunity to leave school, I did. Um, I wasn't the most fantastically behaved child at school, believe it or not. <laughs> but um, so yeah, as soon as the opportunity came to just go and just do my own thing and be, you know, move out, get a car and just yeah. be a, my own person, I did that as soon as I possibly could. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go out into the world, make a living, 
and make money and then I'll do what I want with that. I'll go traveling if I'm in a position to do so financially cool. yeah, yeah. rather than go to university. Because at the time when I was kind of transitioning from school to, to work, I felt like a lot of people that I were a little bit older than me were always complaining about how they've gone to university and now they come out and they can't get a job. Sure. There was a lot of that. And I remember feeling like, well, I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to do the same yeah, thing. I'm not yeah, going to go yeah. to uni, study my ass off for the last next year or two and then come out and flipping work in a sports shop, yeah. which is what I saw a lot of people doing. So I had gone out of, um, to be fair, I did like a year of college, but it's like a diploma in sport. So it's okay. kind of like a bit of a loose qualification kind of thing. And then straight after that, I went into work in like a sports shop, JGB Sports. Yeah. And a lot of the people that worked underneath me, I worked my way into management quite quickly. And a lot of the people that were underneath me were like postgraduates. And wow. And you're just like, well, I've just been. Yeah, I've been here, like, just yeah. earning more money than you feel all this time. And now that, you, and you come out with debt as well. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because I, I feel that nowadays, um, the stigma of having a degree automatically getting you a job is gone. Yeah. Like, the quality of opportunity is way more a thing now, both like gender, background, whatever it is. Yeah. And people are considering, and I was telling Trump, my, my brother's obviously sat over there, and I was trying to tell him when he was growing up, like, don't worry about what your degree is. Yeah. I, I don't have a degree in anything, camera, radio, yeah, yeah. nothing related. Look what we're doing now. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean, neither of us do. And that's what I feel like. So despite the fact that many people did go to university and and study, and that's not to put a negative spin on anything they do. I admire that they've been able to be studious for that amount of time and yeah. then achieve something as a result. But it doesn't necessarily afford them more luxuries than it does me when I didn't go. Mm. And I always felt like it was more of a, it's not what you know, it's who you know yeah, that gets yeah. you in the positions in life. So sure. I was like, well, let me just work on my people skills, I guess. Yeah. So that's kind of what steered me away from uni, I feel. And very successful from from that as well. I guess so. I, I'm in the same position as people that went to university, exactly. for instance. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's kind of where my head was at at the time. Well, I mean, so. it's like in, in some ways a better position because you you've, uh, well, I'm talking pre-circle, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You've got yourself like a one-bedroom apartment yeah. in central London and you're surviving. Yeah, exactly. Which is very rare yeah, for yeah. anyone. You there's, know yeah, I mean? there's a lot of people that ask me how I afford it. And I just think, well, I was an estate agent before and every role that I've pretty much had, bar the uh, retail job at the, the sports shop I just mentioned, um, it was a sales role. So it's kind of like if you if you aren't very good at sales, you literally don't earn no money. Yeah, you're on like blurt, worse than minimum wage. So I became quickly good at sales and therefore good at people, and then I just earned more money than I suppose average. I guess it's one of those jobs like you get out what you put in kind yeah, of thing, quite right? literally. And I like the idea of that because I feel like I'm quite a hard worker. Nice, that's awesome. Um, okay, so you're where you're at now. Mm. Um, what? is your view on going traveling now? 20, 28? Yeah, it? I'm 28, 28 now. I'm literally uh, 29 in like a few weeks. But that's what I feel like. So I feel like I'm, I would appreciate traveling more now. Yeah. I don't know whether I, yeah, I feel like I'm a little bit more mature in most ways in life. And I think like if I was to go traveling now, it would be perhaps less to exotic places and more to places where I'd like to understand the culture a little bit different. See, yeah, you know I was about I mean? to say that, yeah. Rather than like going to Barbados and like chilling on the beach and yeah. doing whatever, I'd like to really go to places that are just so like, that differ from us culturally. Yeah. Um, 
even places, whether that's in Europe or outside of Europe, I think outside Europe interests me quite a lot because there are just vast differences of how people live. Like I've heard of places where people like live in huts, but they've got like Wi-Fi. Wow. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so like yeah. it's just it's things like that. I just think that'd be quite sick. Hundred percent. And I think that there's like a big there's a big difference in the way I view traveling and the mm. way like a lot of people view traveling. Like people come to me and be like, I've just gone traveling to Thailand. And it was sick. I got like fucked up all the time. It was mad. And I'd be like, Susan, you just got fingered in a bush at like a, <laughs> at like a full moon party. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's not traveling. That, yeah, Do you know what I mean? Not, you went to a festival yeah. in like, I don't know, Prague or something. Yeah, shit, you've done like, like six six months out there. Oh, I went to Prague as well. I forgot that one. Yeah. Oh, you've been to Prague? Yeah, sick, yeah. Sick. Um, I, it was with my mum though, can I just say? Yeah. Like it was, and that, no, it wasn't like, it was just, my mum had a, uh, like an event for being a lawyer and then I went with my mum. We okay, like nice. Days, but Prague's so. sick though. I've yeah, heard. yeah, it was fun. It was I've never been. Um, but yeah, it's like Thailand. Okay, fair enough. Some people do Thailand properly. Mm. But I don't see travelling as like going out there, drinking nail varnish every night for like £2. <laughs> like, oh my God, the drinks are so cheap. It's like, yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, that's why you're so messed up the whole time. Um, so so for Experience me... in the culture. Yeah, yeah, it's like getting used to it. And I, and I haven't done that properly yet. I've done Australia, but yeah. that's not like... It's quite similar to yeah. our culture, yeah. So yeah. I want to do... Like an India. Yeah. If I did an India or something like that, I'd love come to back India. like, like <laughs> yo- yoga style, just find my zen. Slightly racist. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. <laughs> did I mean it in that way? <laughs> like people, India's the home of yoga, I think. I'm not sure. Is it? Is that India? It's definitely one of them. It's definitely one of the Asian countries because <laughs> that's not racist. Anyway, if, if you know where yoga comes from dm us or uh tweet us yeah and let us know where the origins origins of i'm gonna, yoga look, came I'm from. gonna google it you're gonna now. google it yeah, yeah as well but yeah please dm us if you know anything else <coughs> yoga so, so besides australia yeah where else did you here we go yoga is a group of physical mental and spiritual practices that originated in ancient india fair enough boom i stand corrected it um, is, it is from, it's from hindus uh, where else do I want to go? So I'd really like to do um, Latin America. Mm, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Like, go and shake my booty at like a, one of those carnivals that they have. You know, like those mad Brazilian. Brazil, yeah. Brazil, you're yeah, thinking yeah, the exact 100%. same place as me. 100%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where else? I would really like, I need to do more of Europe. Like, all of my friends from Australia and stuff are always like, you're missing out so much. Europe's yeah, on your so doorstep. it's so cheap as well. Like, yeah. you can get like a return ticket to like pretty much anywhere in Europe for like £100. Again, have you been to Italy? I haven't yet. You need to get I down there, pizza. you pizza machine. I know, I do as well. He's I literally a pizza, pizza machine. Pizza. You just ate a pizza yeah, five seconds ago. Yeah, literally did as well. If anyone follows Dan and it's at Danagram uh, underscore on Instagram, you've got to just follow this guy because he eats. Awful. The funniest thing is I don't even actually post every time I eat pizza because it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> like, I post like every other time I eat pizza because if I post it every time I eat it, people will be like, this, this guy's sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or Maccas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another story in itself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just need to... And the worst thing is I can genuinely cook, but okay. it's just long. I just can't bother most times. Mad. Yeah, so I just eat pizza. Okay. Yeah, that's... It's one of those, yeah, because also, yeah, you, you're a... You're quite an exotic cooker, which ties into traveling again. I'd yes. love to find out more about cuisine. Like I live in Brixton and jerk chicken and all that type yeah, of thing. is yeah. a massive thing for me. I love it. So I'd love to do like the Caribbean, try some yeah. real um, 
like jerk chicken. It would blow my head off because I've just got the yeah. worst like spice sense. Even there. like there's so many, like even Africa, like I've been to one country in Africa. There's literally, how many, I don't know how many countries there actually are, but there's a flipping lot. Mm. And even from one side of Africa to the next, there's so many cultural differences. Like, so yeah, Europe is the obvious one because we're right on our doorstep and I feel like there's a lot more countries that I can explore. I haven't even been to Germany. I'd love to go to Germany. Wow. So yeah. Lots of beer and sausages. They're genuinely, exactly. yeah, it yeah. is. Like I went there for a long period of time, spent a lot of time there eating and it was like beer and sausage every night. <laughs> um, so now's the time, I think, that we should bring on my brother James, who is recently travelled Route 66 across the whole of America. He's just arrived back. Um, and I would say I was probably like a big catalyst in pushing him to go traveling. So now we have James. Hello. My brother, he's here. So, I mean, we, we recently, we just paused for a wee break, but James is... Uh, that was, wasn't a small one, by the way. That was like a literal urine break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop for, for a wee break. <laughs> just for the Scottish <laughs> listeners, we weren't talking about, yeah, the size of the break. My dad will bar your dad. Um, <laughs> you love that. <laughs> That's my favourite Scottish thing. I had to move the table out a bit for me to fit in. <laughs> yeah, squeeze. So, so James, tell us, what, what's, ha- what's been going on in your life recently? So I've just graduated from university and between uh, my grad job starting in February, I decided to do a bit of traveling. Uh, I was thinking about different places to go and obviously over, I was just over there, so overhearing the podcast about Asia, South America, but I decided to <laughs> go to North America, which isn't really, people don't really think you're experiencing much sort of culturally there, but uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good. So I did from Chicago all the way down to LA via a road trip on Route 66. Mad thing. Mad, including like Vegas and stuff, right? Yeah, I, live, I left that out on purpose because that's a, that's something I want to script from memory. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> no, no, Vegas, yeah, Vegas as well and San Francisco. As well. How long were you gone for? Uh, about a month. month oh, wow. A bit. So a lot, I came back, broke, a lot heavier <laughs> and tired. So, Who'd you go with? Did you go on your own? No, so yes, yeah, so I went with my um, bed, pretty much my best mate from university who I've lived with for three years. And I thought that, we'll get on to it later, but I thought that I'd learned everything about him, but it turns out. Wow. Turns out yeah. through traveling with someone for four weeks and sharing the same hotel room and um, sitting in the car together for, for. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That, like 4,000 miles, you learn, you learn a bit more. What was like some weird things you learned about your friend when you were traveling with him like across America? Because you, you were driving for like... We were driving for a long time. When we first started, we got, we got to the, the Kaha place, which 
We got to the car hire place, which just shows how sort of the regulations are different out there. And we we're like, right, so what? where's our car? What car do you get? And they're like, I'll just choose. Choose any car. So literally from like small-sized SUV to massive, big monster trucks to sports cars, they're like, choose whatever you want, just drive out. We're like, okay. So look around for ages, and we <laughs> we decided to choose a proper redneck four by four pickup truck. That's and like two of the most English guys are rolling. Out. Hello, sir. <laughs> well, he's not your friend. Wait, so your friend's from Zimbabwe? Yeah, yeah, yeah but he's, so they've he's got, got like the, in London. the weirdest accents really? combined ever. Like James is really posh, as you can hear, and then he's like, "Hello, bro." Yeah, yeah. You can tell we're foreigners. On first glance, all oh, these guys are American. They're, they've got they've got a Missouri <laughs> number plate with a four by four pickup truck. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, bro, do you know where we're going? And I'm just like, oh, sorry, chap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it must have been so confused. Yeah, literally, everyone was confused. So we were going through some of the some of the weirdest things we were going through. We were going through some small... Do you, have you, either of you seen Friday Night Lights? The American like, football one, right? Yeah, the... Do you know, like... I thought that was a mixtape. I thought that was Jake. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, have you seen any of those... American like girl next door movies. Yeah, where, yeah, where you yeah. Go into the small town. Yeah, they have a football team. And yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Care about. That sounds like the dream. So we were going through these towns, and they'd never ever met someone from England before, and they couldn't even. So we're in this gift shop, and they're like, "Oh, so where are you guys from?" And he was like, "Zimbabwe," and she basically had a massive map behind her of of all the different places where people had visited. Oh yeah, and they were pinning them, and he was like, oh, "I'm from Zimbabwe." She just turns around with this pin and just stares at the map for a while, <laughs> and it's just like. So, so where's that? <laughs> I just had no idea. And he was just trying to like, we're quite far away. He was trying to be like, oh no, no, just south, just south of Africa. No, above South Africa to the right. Like, it was just going on for ages. So this is one thing that you should bear in mind when you're traveling with people. It's like you find out things about... Relationship. Yeah, like your relationship is so, it's so different. If you're with a girl, if you're with like your girlfriend or boyfriend, that's going to be hard. Mm. Because of all everything that goes on, there's loads of different temptation. There's all sorts of things. But James was out there with one of his best mates, and you found out some things about him, didn't you? Yeah. Like he found, he discovered mindfulness on his trip, right? <laughs> According to James, tell, no, tell the story as a concept. So, yeah, go on, go on. Uh, <laughs> not mindfulness as a concept. So he's he's a uh, quite a spiritual guy. So he believes in like the spiritual things, and he's a big fan of the environment, which is all, which are all good things. And he's yeah. also He's also a vegan, which I'm pretty certain is illegal in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially in the Midwest. Yeah, especially yeah. in the Midwest. <laughs> and so we're going through some proper cowboy ranches and yeah. going to some massive steakhouses. And he'd sit there looking at the menu for a while, like, oh, I'm going to break my sort of vegan vegan ways here. Yeah. Then going for like the £32 steak or whatnot. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's, he's a very spiritual guy. And there's a few things... I, I knew this throughout uni, but I didn't realize how how big this got and how 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 and it's good. It's good because it helps them out and like there's loads of sort of scientific reasons to do. Stop fluffing, just get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> to do meditation and stuff like that. But there'll be a few moments where, like, we'd stop off for a, a pee break on the road on the side of the road in the middle of the desert, and and I'd, I'd be sat in the car for a while. I'd, I'd, so do my thing, be sat in the car for a while. And then I'd be like, where's, where's the driver? Where's, where's, where's my friend? And I'd look around. I couldn't, I couldn't see him. And there was one, I saw him like kneeling down by a cactus. What, praying? I just, this is what I thought. I was like, oh, so, and I was proper sketched out because this is scorpion territory. So I was like, <laughs> I was yeah, trying yeah. to sort of check the environment as I was walking along. But I, I get out of the car and I'm, I'm like, 
Mate, what are you doing? And he's just full like kneeling down, hand hand in the hand in the desert. And I'm trying to work out what it was. And I was like, I, don't know. I thought he was tying a shoelace at first. Yeah. But he comes back in the car and I was like, I oh, saw so what, what are you doing there, mate? And he was he was like, oh, I was just grounding. And I was like, <laughs> What is grounding? So, What's grounding? What's grounding? And it's it's basically something to do with ions in your body. But if you touch I'll drop the now. floor <laughs> of nature. <laughs> no, mate, I've already it, like, lost interest. It, what are you talking about? Dan, Dan, have you ever grounded yourself? You should try it. No. So, but, but apparently it's a thing. So he's he grounds himself sometimes, you know, just touching trees and uh, touching the desert. And uh, Maybe it makes him feel like one with nature or he something. Tried to, yeah, at one with nature. He tried to touch a cactus at once, but it hurt. So he decided <laughs> not to do that. Genius. Um, uh, yeah, well, that's interesting. And then, so... Have you been to America, Dan? Yeah, but it was a, quite a while ago. I think I was about 15-ish. I can imagine you loved the food. I've been to an American diner with you recently, and that got a seeing too. Yeah, I do. No, no, I do. Do you know what I like about America? Or what I did like about it was the portions. The side I do was the portions. Yeah. They were massive. Yeah. It's like, for you, that's just like a normal size Oh, my meal. God. I remember going to like McDonald's or something, and you could get like a proper, there's like a triple XL size or something like yeah, that. And really. I was like... Yes. So we were going through Texas. You would have absolutely loved this. And there was this thing called the Big Texan. Mm. And if there's seventy-two pound steak, which is I don't even know. Well, not not in price, in ter- like in weight, right? Oh yeah, weight they do like yeah, seventy-two yeah. LB steak. Wow. Yeah. And if you get do it, it costs seventy dollars. But if you do it in an hour, you get yeah. it for free. No way. So I reckon you you could do it. That. I'd fuck that. No, it's, no, no, strongly did though. Ah. Oh. Well, he did it. What the vegan? Yeah, because like, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean the vegan ate the entire steak? It's like no, oh, wow. Yeah, so, I, I forgot to mention <laughs> something this. fundamentally wrong with that. I forgot to mention this, eh? Um, as uh, we, what's his name, Sean? We love, we love. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead, Sean. Sean does that too. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the vegans that eat meat when they want. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention this, and this this will probably cause controversy amongst the vegan community. But he's a flexi vegan. Wow! So if he fancies if he, if he fancies a Five Guys, he will have it. But um, he's he he does it more for environmental. So he tries to reduce his impact on the environment by reducing the amount he eats. But then once he gets to Texas and gets the opportunity to eat a seventy, that's like pounds. being celibate. I know. And like being like, yeah, no, I'm celibate. But obviously, if if something falls on my lap, I'm gonna. <laughs> we just, Who am I to if something, refuse, if something like... falls off a balcony on me yeah, like... yeah, literally. <laughs> if someone just happens to like you know no no name that's from no the name. show isn't it that reference no not at all somebody on yeah, the show yeah it was yeah it was Scotty and Hannah shout out to Scotty and Hannah wait so wait did, didn't she say she would fall off the balcony onto his yeah top? and he said yeah you something about <laughs> oh I need to watch this back jokes, yeah. um Oh man, but yeah. So what? So what's the what's the craziest thing you saw whilst traveling? To finish on, what's the craziest thing you saw whilst traveling? And what's the craziest place? Oh, that's out of the whole of America. Those that's so the probably the craziest thing. Not in terms of like, oh my god, that was. But the one thing that is just so sort of mental and to get your head around is the the college sports out there. So we watched a um, college football game in Oklahoma, and. It had the stadium had a capacity of a hundred and four thousand people, what? like bigger than Wembley. Wow! And there was ninety ninety thousand people in attendance to just watching student athletes. That's ridiculous. Do their thing, 
That's mad. I feel like you might have gone to uni if there was sports there. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. If I was, if if like I, that yeah, level. yeah, yeah, 100%. Obviously, like, if I didn't get injured, I'd be playing basketball, do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Dan, <laughs> Dan had a catastrophic a catastrophic injury when he was in playing for Arsenal reserves and he couldn't play again. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just one of them things. You know I mean? are, you good at fo- are you good at football, like genuinely? Mm, do you know what's really funny? Before I went into a circle, about a week or two before, just randomly joined this football team, went training. And I haven't played football for quite a number of years, but I genuinely did used to be quite like, very good, actually. Yeah. And I didn't realise that because I've not played for a lot of like a number of years, I'm actually shit now. Oh, wow. Who knew? Who... So, but unfortunately, is I found this out at the same time as this brand new football team that I was trying to impress, that I'm now <laughs> shit. So, like, I was, like, trying to do all these things that I've always done, like, for how many years? And, like, I was just spooning shots, like, trying to do step-overs, kicking the ball like, out of play. Like, it was just absolutely horrendous. And, obviously, it was trauma, trauma, it was traumatic, so I just don't play. I just say that I'm good, or I used to be good. And yeah. I just, I just don't kick ball anymore. Yeah, but I feel like once you get to our age, you know, like, when you're in school, and you tell people you're good at football, you get found out quite easy that you're not. Yeah. But here, it's yeah. very rare. Yeah, you're not going to like test me. Put me yeah. Test and that. And you've got different groups of friends that you can lie to. To be fair, on the circle, I genuinely did. What I didn't realise, obviously, I didn't know Freddie was gay. Um, we were doing, there was a kick-up challenge, which you obviously wouldn't have known about because you were in the girls' chat. Oh, it was a guys' up. chat. And it was like, we got a box of stuff oh, and there was a plastic football in there oh wow and it was like who can do the most kick-ups i think freddie came up with the game and i was like cool so i did it and i think in my like maybe second or third try i did like 70 or something like that no way. and i was like ha or like 74 i was like ha 74 and i was gonna beat that and then freddie was like oh i just did 76 this time i didn't know he was gay i just thought obviously yeah, yeah he was yeah. someone that he was like a straight lad and he's kicking a ball in his picture like i thought yeah. he was about football so i just assumed he's telling the truth he's like oh i did 76 and i was like shit so i genuinely got the ball and did like over a hundred kickups with this plastic ball in my flat genuinely wow and then i was like yeah i did 105 or something like that and then like the game just like ended or something and i was like but all that i won that was shown on tv was this you being really gullible that he he was like he's like i did 76 and you're just like you're just so destroyed. You're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Get your ball and all we see is we're starting again and then it just cuts to a different, completely different That's show. That's what I mean, literally. I was fuming in the show because this happened multiple times. Like, the dominoes thing. There was no winner. No, the people were counting dominoes and just saying, yeah, I did 409. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just counting the dominoes out of the box, whereas <laughs> I was actually trying to line them up. I was just getting played the whole time. Yeah. It was a um, So... Your, that's the craziest thing was college sports. What's your craziest place? Was it Vegas? Oh, Vegas. It must be. Vegas is... Have you ever been, to... by the way? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went there? with work, but oh, okay. not on a jolly like him. You were only there for 24 hours. I was there, there for 24 hours, and it's that's all you need. Literally, 24 <laughs> hours, and then you just get out. Otherwise yeah, yeah. Just, people get stuck trapped. there, and you see it. Yeah, you're trapped. <laughs> you can't even get... The major thing that's really annoying is that, and Alex will tell you this as well, is that you can't get between hotels. So, you so you see, so like, have you heard of like... Oh, it's like a desert. It's no, like no, a no, desert. No, it's like what James means is you can't get, if you see like if you're at A and you're trying to get to B and B's just across the road. Yeah. You've got to go through all the hotels to get there. And it's just like casino after casino after casino. Then you can't cross the road or anything because it's just like a motorway down oh, the middle. Oh, no way. Yeah. And so, even in the hotels, there's like a little, they have signs. Yeah. They're like, oh... Uh, so say you're in the Bellagio and they're like, oh, you want to go to the Venetian? They're like, Venetian this way. And just like 
very uh, what's, what's the, coincidentally, you just walk straight back through the casino again. <laughs> <laughs> to get where you know, oh, I'll just have you. I'll have a little game over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they kept saying to me, they kept being like, "Oh yeah." So it's, I'll be like, "How do I get out of this place?" They'd be like, "Just down there on the left," and I'll just end up in another casino. Like, <laughs> Bro, what, are you kidding the, me? Like, I don't have this? any money. Leave me alone. <laughs> and genuinely, yeah. it's a free. It's it's a motorway, or they call it freeway yeah. through the central. So you we were stood opposite. The fountains. We wanted to see this fountain show, and we were stood on the other side of the road to the fountains for ages. It took us genuinely about forty-five minutes to get to that same position. Over, <laughs> we, we had to go. We walked all the way down and had to cross, and then come all the way back, and then go through a casino and come That's back out. And that was. But other than that, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and um, there's a lot of things to do. We, we played some. Uh, I bet there's lots of things. We played it some. Was very fun. We had a driving range. We did a. We did a driving oh. range. What, what about gambling? Do you gamble? No, I don't gamble. Do you liar, not at all? Liar. And oh, oh there's gamble, gamble down again. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I think he's a liar. No, I don't. You don't gamble? No, I don't. I don't. I don't like gambling. Do you mean didn't like? He it? does. He just. I can tell by <laughs> the, the tone of his voice. Um, and then what was the? Uh, and what about the the females out there? Because I've heard there's lots of Vegas is known for like strippers and things like that. Did you indulge? No, I didn't indulge. But oh. it's very it's very difficult to. Um, I'm glad it's you very said difficult no. to... <laughs> Gonna tell mum. <laughs> and, and, and my girlfriend. <laughs> Whoops. And, uh, no, no, I didn't indulge, but it's very difficult to sort of know what's what, whether they're just civilians or whether they're professional um, workers. You can tell the civilians, <laughs> have, the civilians have their clothes on, mate. <laughs> professional workers. That's, something, that's a new one. I mean, I think the correct term is prostitutes <laughs> but, I mean if you want to call them professional workers sure and then he's like he's like the civilians <laughs> <laughs> like it's some sort of army <laughs> military pursuit yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I wanted I, I would have preferred to interact with civvies but sometimes yeah. <laughs> general sometimes, members of the public general members of the public but yeah no was, that was that was a mental place not one that I'd go back apart from unless you're you're having a bachelor party anytime soon no um not yet. Sorry, Millie. No. <laughs> but so, on w w with America, would you, if you could change it, would you have gone somewhere else instead? Now you've been there. Good question. That is a really good question. In America or anywhere? no, anywhere. No, if you were, would you have if, chosen somewhere else? Yeah. Now that you've spent the money and been there. Um. Yeah, I think I think I would have I would change it to as you were saying somewhere that's a bit more cultural, like South America or Asia, because. Now I've done America, you spend it, it's very overpriced. It's sort of, there's not much to do there culturally, apart from we saw like the most spectacular thing we saw with the Grand Canyon. That was just the most beautiful thing in the world. Mm. But South America, Asia, get a bit more culture. Like, like live, live in... Something just really different from us. Yeah. Because I suppose America, just generally speaking, like the greater America is just kind of like somewhat similar to somewhat, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like us with... It's like similar. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like us, but everything's bigger, like pretty much. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like everything's kitted out for hundreds of thousands of people. It's like, oh, this, we'll just build a city here. It's just the thing about America is like, they're so, the, the, the country is so simple in a way because it's like, oh, you want to go, you want to go to that city? I oh, will just build a road. So it's just road. Like here, there's loads of roundabouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're driving across America, it's just one road. Yeah, the whole yeah. Way, and you just stay on this road. And then every city you get to, it must, I don't know, population of 50,000 people, but it's built to withstand, just in case, a half a million. 
yeah, half yeah. million people and everything's so excessive. The sports bars, you can't even see. It's like 1,500 screens everywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's, it's England. On steroids. On steroids with, with, <coughs> with uh, a lot more people. We've got quite a big like US listener base, I've discovered from oh, looking at the things. Oh, really? So apologies if anything, if we <laughs> any of this offended, offended you. you in any way. I mean, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love America. Um, yes. Okay. Yay, America. Yeah. Woo, America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was hoping that would get that reference. <laughs> um, okay, so... We're coming. We're coming up to to time on this, but Dan, if you could go anywhere, where would you go right mm, now? That's a good ass right, question. Right now, and why? I think. Do you know where? You know, I think it's been mentioned already, and maybe this is because I've not looked on the map enough, or I've not spoken to enough people. But one place that I keep hearing over and over again is Thailand. Yeah, I keep hearing Thailand repetitively. Like, I've heard that it's really cheap there. I've heard that it's very culturally different. I had a friend like a few years ago that I used to work with and his mum bought a place out there, but she would work in England for six months, save, and then go and live in Thailand for six months. Wow. But she'd live like really well. So yeah, I think Thailand would be quite sick. Um, yeah, like you said, I just want to go somewhere and experience something that's really culturally completely like different to ours. Yeah, so. yeah that's interesting. Well, mine, yeah. mine would be India. Yeah, genuinely like would be I know we had a joke about it earlier but it would be because I just I think it's as far away from really? anything I've ever experienced before mm. and I don't even like Indian food you know <laughs> like, what I mean yeah, yeah. so it's like I'd love to go over there and like have to eat find it find something that yeah. you actually do like in their cuisine yeah because yeah. apparently the UK obviously is not like the food over here isn't proper Chinese yeah, yeah, yeah I've heard that as well yeah proper yeah. Indian or whatever yeah. so um, oh, yeah because I can't I can only stomach a korma and that's about it um, I've always wanted to go to Leeds <laughs> You've never actually been. No, been to Leeds. I think now. Did we go to Leeds? No, we, we, we went Manchester. Manchester, Manchester yeah. I think yeah, culturally, yeah. that's that's something to explore. <laughs> We're definitely going to get backlash. Is that the same? Is that the same? Listen, you're all northern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apologies, we we haven't been north of the M4 before until Manchester. Yeah, but it was good. I'm going to Scotland soon. Oh no! Swear way. down. Uh, the twenty like something of December, I'm going to Scotland. No way. charity event. It's going to be big. So Wait, let me just double check. I'm going to Edinburgh as well. Are you actually? In a few weeks. Yeah, Yeah, but that's like a few weeks. So you'll, you'll be oh, like no, you're there way time. later. Yeah, you're there yeah, way later. Yeah, I'll be like 20 something. I think it's like 22nd or something. Yeah. Like I'm Are you the excited 8th. to uh, cross Hadrian's Wall? Adrian? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's Adrian? <laughs> who's, uh, <laughs> who's, 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 who's Adrian? Hadrian's actually? Wall. It's like, it was a wall across the dividing, whole of um, the top of... England Scotland border. Really? Yeah. There's a wall that in what like flipping um They used to be like you know like in Game of Thrones. No. Oh. I don't watch that shit. There used to be an actual wall. It wasn't that size, but there was a wall and uh I don't know, I think it got knocked down. Yeah, it's now about it's now about knee height so you, it's not Step over it. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is cool. Very Gary. Um okay, on the fence or not, traveling before uh, work. Um, I think I'm still of the same opinion if I'm honest. I think I still like it the way I've, way around I've done it. I've kind of traveled here and there. If I now at this point was to travel for the next two or three months, I'm in a position to do that. And I can do that with a friend. I can do that with someone that I'm involved with romantically or whatever. And it that won't impact my life so much. Whereas yeah. I feel like if I did it earlier, I maybe wouldn't even appreciate it as much as I would now. So yeah. I'm of that opinion. And I feel that I would have liked to be able to travel 
without giving myself the pressure of thinking oh, I would have had to go back to a proper job That's my point, and yeah. think that now for the rest of your life, once you get a job for the rest of your life until you're 65, you're probably going to be working mm. every day. Yeah. That's what I thought at the time. Yeah. And that was a weird, that was a weird thing to have. So I think I would never change. I would, no, I've got no regrets and I would, I would definitely recommend everyone to travel at some point in your life. I don't think when matters that much though, unless you want to get fingered in the bush like Susan. Yeah. That's when you're young. Susan. That's when you're young. Big up Suze. Big up Susan. Shout out your Instagram, Dan. Uh, the Instagram is Danagram. I've actually changed my Twitter. So my Twitter handle is no longer Dan Tweets. Oh. Number four. Um, it was on suggestion of a friend. And she said, oh. uh, you should try and make them uniform. So I've tried to do that. So my Instagram is Danagram underscore at the end. And my Twitter is now Danagram underscore at the end. Nice. And cool. I'm Alex Hoban, H-O-B-E-R-N, on all platforms. James. Please buy tickets to the show. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, come to the show, innit? Like, bro, like buy some tickets. Um, yeah. Uh, on our Instagrams, there's links to it everywhere. Just get jump on. Yeah, hundred percent. And James. I'm I'm James Holborn, H O L B O R N E. Don't be a dick. That's not how you spell it. Don't be a dick. I don't. I don't have social media. <laughs> no, yeah, he does. His name's James Holborn. I'm James. He's Hoban. just being I'm awkward. He, he doesn't want followers. Everyone follow him. I don't want everyone send him nudes. He's got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone send him. Please don't. I'll get a lot of trouble. I'll cost me a lot of money. All right, I'm cutting this off before it gets out of hand. Peace. Thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.